0: What's up, world? We're back again. Uh, we've got a repeat offender <laughs> back in the studio today. Uh, she's going to tell us a story. Uh, how you doing, Andrew?
1: I'm good. How are you, Danny? I'm
0: doing good, doing good. Can't wait to hear this. I don't know nothing about it, so I'm just sitting here in anticipation.
1: <laughs> it's totally different than the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think I'm going to start... This is a... Uh, Near death experience, mm-hmm. so
0: I do know um, that much. You told yeah. me that much.
1: <laughs> so, um, to start it off, um, I was about 17 when all this started, so 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a very toxic, abusive relationship on both ends, okay, really. Okay. Um, I don't get swung on unless I swing back.
2: Okay. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) I'm in no way, you know, I've learned a lot since then. So, I don't want to put all the blame on that person. Right, right. You know. Yeah. They gave as much as they got. That's so, deal,
0: you know. <laughs> you got to deal with me if you you going to deal with me.
1: <laughs> so I was about 17, 18 years old when yeah. this was going on. And um, I was living... I was not living the life that I wanted to live at all. Right. Um, I was going down a really bad path. Um, not drugs necessarily but um i was not taking care of myself i was not um managing money well um i was in a really depressive state for a 17 18 year old girl about to graduate and you Mm -hmm. know um so whenever i was with this person um like I said, it was very toxic on both sides, mm-hmm. um, and I knew that something had to change eventually. Yeah, and so I graduated high school, and I had been living with this person for a few months at this point, and I had sold my car and ended up buying this uh, two thousand white Silverado. Okay. So I buy this truck and immediately the truck is a bad omen.
0: Oh really? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> I get uh I get hit pulling out of work um from one of my coworkers one morning and it just it was a bad omen. I shouldn't yeah. have bought it. Okay. I
0: <laughs> those are real. Yes. <laughs> I believe in those. It was a bad omen. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um this part, I'm kind of nervous about starting to tell this part because... Take your time. This is the part I told you I have cold chills about.
2: Right, right, yeah.
1: So, now that everybody knows, you know, I was in a bad relationship and all that good stuff. <clears throat> bad stuff, whatever.
0: Yeah, all that bad stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, there was an episode that I listened to, Mike's first episode. Yeah. And he starts talking about... And I believe you talk about your brother seeing these. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: He sees these uh, demons dancing around you.
0: Uh huh. Sure did. Yeah. Sure, or he did.
1: So, me and you had talked about doing this episode a couple of days before I listened to that. Okay. Which makes me even more nervous about starting yeah. to tell this story. <laughs> yeah. So then I listened to the episode and. Mike also had some encounters with, uh-huh. you know, things like this. Um. Oh gosh, I'm really <laughs> nervous because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want people to, you know, say, "Oh, oh yeah. gosh, she needs to go to the ridge." <laughs> ridge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Lord.
1: All right. So, um, I'm in this bad relationship. Um, at this point, I i had started working um i was working at Cracker Barrel and uh pgw at okay. the time
2: okay
1: so i was trying to manage both because you've heard of the phrase uh not a pot to piss in i didn't have either
2: yeah okay <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: at the time <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. All right. and uh <laughs> i i went asking nobody for help didn't want to I, I was just gonna do it
2: yeah
1: and uh i so i was you know i was in a bad way i was trying to i was trying to find my way
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um i come home from work one morning and i was um i was working the night shift so i would sit on the back porch and i would smoke uh-huh. and drink coffee and just kind of you know have a minute
2: to yeah, just myself. chill out yeah, yeah
1: and i had graduated uh, probably about a month before this
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah it was it was right at a month before this and i'm sitting on the back porch and they have this tree line and i see this um black figure
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i'm sitting there smoking and i think well it's you know it's four thirty in the morning and I'm seeing stuff. <laughs> you yeah, <know>? that's weird. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm just, you know, I've been at work all night. <laughs> yeah. just, I need to go to bed.
0: Yeah, I'm just tired.
1: <laughs> and then it goes to the next tree,
2: oh, and oh, just oh. kind of
1: looks at me. Oh, God. <laughs> I, so I put my cigarette out and I went in the house, uh-huh. and I went to bed. Um, and I had a really, really bad feeling. Um, I I prayed all my life, but uh, mm. I had kind of gotten to a point where i was mad at the world the world was mad at me i've been there i, I was a teenage girl too mm-hmm. so the world was on fire if you know yeah. something went not going right right
2: um
1: so i see this figure at the tree line i uh, i don't think much else about it um i would had some encounters earlier in my life but i just i try to brush it off until uh one night I'm headed home from work again. Mm-hmm. And um <laughs> I I like remembering this and this is
2: Yeah.
1: Um I look in the passenger seat and something told me to look over. I lived I lived in a really, really in, in like, your um, car? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this time they're they're hitching a ride. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um I get this really bad feeling just to look over, and we lived way back, probably, you know, in the middle of, it was literally the middle of nowhere. Okay. And I get this feeling to look over, and I had had a bag of chips or something in in the seat with me, and I hear that bag of chips move, and I look down at my leg, and there is a... Black smoke. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll this right I'm like, I don't wanna like uh there's a lot of this I've never told nobody. Okay. So on the way up here I was like I don't think I'm gonna say that and then I was like uh this is you know Yeah. This is like going to the therapist
2: sometimes. <laughs> <is>, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know <Kind> of. <laughs> oh. oh gosh, <sighs> I didn't think that this would bother me, talking about it. Really? I haven't talked about it in a long time. Um, so I'm driving, and I look down, and there is a... Uh, if you've ever seen what I'm describing, you know what it is. Okay. Um, So it's like a black fog, uh-huh. almost like a smoke Yeah. kind of look. Mm-hmm. And it's a perfect hand. Oh, And I just, something tell me, look over, look over. And that there's a figure in the passenger seat Mm. of my truck.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's giving me chills.
1: Um, So at this point, they're riding with me, and uh, I... I started talking to god and i and i hadn't talked to him in a little while
0: yeah that'll make you talk to god (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. you're in the middle of nowhere you Uh know it's dark and uh whatever i was going through at the time it figuratively i can't say that word figuratively and you know literally had a hold of me wow and oh
2: gosh (laughs) yeah um Uh.
1: So I started talking to God, and I said, listen, if you will please. And I had a feeling I was about to rig. Mm-hmm. Um, Something kind of told me that, you know, you are not going to make it back to his house. You're not going to make it. Wow. So I started. Um, I started talking to God, and I said— if you will please, please let me make it to that driveway, I will do better. Yeah. Please don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of things I was doing to people that were really close to me that I needed to fix uh-huh. and I had not done that. And I was, there was a lot of things that I was blaming other people for that were something that I needed to fix inside myself Mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. And I knew that, you know, I, I knew that, but I was also, I was mad at the world because I was 18 years old, and I didn't know, you know, I'd put myself in this bad situation, and how am I supposed to get out of it? Because in order to get out of it, I'm going to have to admit <clears throat> that I was in the wrong.
0: Yeah, that's hard to do sometimes.
1: No teenagers in the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're just not. Yeah. And before I was going to do that, I was going to suffer in silence,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which if if there's another teenage girl or teenage boy you know in the other instance because as much as anybody thinks it can happen on both sides yeah it was happening in both sides on my part okay um don't suffer in silence don't don't do that to yourself um so at the time there was there was a lot of things that i needed to uh make amends with So I talked to God until I got home and I pulled the truck in the driveway and I opened the door and it was, it got out. It got out too. Really? Yeah, (laughs) but it, it rode the entire way back to this person's house with me and I sat there and I said, I made it back. Now, I have to admit that I'm wrong. Yeah. And I didn't do that. Okay. okay. <laughs> um As soon as I pulled into the driveway, everything I had prayed about and everything I told God that I was going to fix mm-hmm. went out the window because he had done help me out. So... I kind of forgot about that part. Right. And people do that a lot.
0: I've done that a million times.
1: People do that a lot. You know, hey, you know, God, if you wake me up tomorrow, I'll be a better man, or yeah. you know, I'll be a, I'll be a better parent tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow you, you, you press wait, replay. Yeah. Uh, I'm so. Okay. For anybody who listens, when I get nervous, I I stutter a little bit. Okay.
2: All right. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs>
1: this story is hard for me to tell because it's a lot that I, you know, like I said, I've never, I've never said to a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially people even close to me.
0: Oh, really? So, well, I appreciate you yeah. <laughs> coming up and tell us.
1: <sighs> so Did this you figure, take your time and yeah. your own time. <laughs> this figure rides with me. <clears throat> we get home, you know, it gets out and. um I every time I get in the vehicle, I keep having this bad feeling. This I stayed sick. I I wasn't sleeping right, um, which plays a huge part in what happened. Um, but I wasn't talking to God anymore because He got me home that night.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I just the conversation was over. Yeah, you know, and that's where I messed up. Um, Oh goodness! (laughs) So this is all within like a week span.
0: Um, (laughs) Take your time. You you know you don't have to apologize to me. Some stories are hard Um, to tell.
1: So within a uh, a week span, this. entity or you know some people out there will say you know you're you were seeing things not you know it was as real as i'm sitting here Yeah, i know what you mean um i don't even remember what day it was on now because i tried to uh i tried to block out that area Mm. um so me and this person continued to abuse one another okay, physically mentally monetarily you know any way possible it just it continued and um i think that this was a way of god getting me out of that situation and getting that person out of that situation because we were two very very broken people that were taken that out on each other. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't that we were, you know, we were bad people. We were just we were very angry at the world. Okay. But we were angry at the world together, which is it's never a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's it's just not. Yeah. Um and that's why I'm so thankful for the life that I have now mm-hmm. and the husband that I have now. Yeah. Um a lot of people don't know that know who i'm talking about they don't know how bad that actually was so this might be a little bit of a shock (laughs) when they hear this um so we we continue this and um within this week um i sneak and uh i pack some clothes um i didn't have a lot at the time um Anything I I packed
2: um <laughs> You're fine.
1: You're fine. I packed enough clothes at the time so that um I could get to work and that nobody would realize that I was gone. Okay. Um so all of this was in the truck at the time. Mm-hmm. And um I had quite a few um clothes at this person's house but I just I, I grabbed what I needed. Yeah. So when I left for work that night I um I had all this in the truck.
2: Okay.
1: And um we were we were drinking and you know stuff like that as teenagers and I did not realize that he had um he had uh, just loose cans of beer behind my driver's seat. Okay. It was a single cab uh, Silverado. Okay. So he had put these um, beers behind my driver's seat.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And um, so I had left for work that night. Um, he was hiding them from his parents. So he had put them behind the seat so that nobody would see them. Yeah. Um so I go to work that night and uh I told you I hadn't I hadn't really slept or anything like that and uh <laughs> this is terrible. Fine, honey. <laughs> I was not expecting this You're at fine. all. <laughs> oh so I leave for work that morning and <clears throat> that whole night I was anybody that would listen oh i'm leaving i'm leaving i'm getting out of this situation yep. i'm tired of this mm-hmm. the minute i clocked out i left straight and went to walmart and bought a card <laughs> this is, looking back on it now i'm like you're so stupid <laughs> yeah so i leave and go to walmart and i buy a card and i write everything in it and i'm like i can't you know i can't leave this person what am i doing
0: Talking yourself out of
1: it. Yeah. yeah. But all night, I was leaving, I was leaving, but it, it work was my safe place because uh, he, he didn't yeah. work there. Okay. So it was kind of, that was my safe spot, you yeah. know, as he wasn't there. So I didn't have to worry about anything. Okay. I didn't have to worry about my, my, um, debit card being stolen or you know uh that's a that's a whole thing (laughs) Mm um so i'm at walmart and i sit in the parking lot and i write out this big thing you know how i really felt and I put this card in the passenger seat of my truck. And that morning, I had worked a bunch of overtime. I filled the truck completely up with gas. Yeah. Never been able to do that
2: okay. at that time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I filled the truck up with gas. It was like $110. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I bought... Um, what do they even call them? The case of... Uh, the case of cigarettes.
0: Oh, a uh, carton. Yes. Yeah, carton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I never bought one in my life. Yeah, you stocking I up. Had, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was. I don't know who I was that morning, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm glad I did because yeah, you know, <laughs> I was living my best life that morning. Yeah. I was leaving. I had all my clothes. I had a carton of cigarettes. Yeah. I had all the gas, you uh-huh. know, which in a truck like that it would. I wasn't going to go very far, right. but, yeah. <laughs> um, so I get him this card and I put it in a pasture seat, which is, which now that I think about it, that's where, you know, that mm-hmm. being or thing yeah. rode. Mm-hmm. And that morning I had decided that I was going back to their house. Okay. I was not going to my friend's house like me and her had agreed to. I was going straight back to his house. And I let him know why I was at work. I said, I'm leaving. I'm not coming back. I've taken my things, <clears throat> what I need at the time. So I'm not coming back. And um, so this whole time, he doesn't think that I'm coming back, and neither does his parents. Okay. Um, so they were not expecting me to come back that morning, which is important. Okay. Um, I decide that I'm going back and I take this little side road that is a long gravel road and it's a shortcut to get to where we lived. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know if you know where uh, Rocklick is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the road that I was on. Okay. <laughs> um, so I get to the top of this hill and I've always worn my seatbelt. Uh-huh. Always. But when I got to the top of the hill, I said, oh, I'm almost there. I'll take my seatbelt off. Never done that in my life, and and I will. I'm thankful that I did, but. (sighs) So, I told you I was really sleepy, and I had not been sleeping well. But I was on a mission that morning. I was going to. I was. I was bringing the card. Nobody knows this part either. Okay. Um. Nobody knows that i was I was going against everything that I had told God that I was going to do. I was going to be better, I was going to be a better person, I was going to get myself out of this situation only to have him save my life, get me home and repeat the cycle and go straight back,
2: yeah.
1: to somewhere that you know, could have potentially ended my life anyways mm-hmm. had it continued. So, I take off my seatbelt, and I start down Rocklick, and I just, I start getting, I don't know if I've ever been that kind of sleepy in my life, it was, it almost wasn't like being sleepy, it was like a, like a fog, like a tunnel that I was kind of in, Mm -hmm. and, um, all down through there there's <laughs> trees on both sides of the road except for a a spot big enough to fit a truck <laughs> and there's no trees there okay it is a probably twenty foot drop into a dry creek bed okay um so I drive down through there and I just I'm not feeling right something is Something is really wrong. I can't keep my eyes open. I'm I don't feel right. And I I get to this spot. I get almost to this spot. And I feel the truck get um I guess I woke back up. I had closed my eyes, and I was starting to fall asleep. And I'm on the edge of this bank, and I wake up, and I see it, and I jerk the steering wheel mm. to correct myself. And I start flipping in slow motion with no seatbelt on.
2: Ooh.
1: Everything is on, I it, all the clothes that I needed at the time is in the back of this truck. Hmm. Um, there's beer cans behind my seat that are full of beer cans. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... <sighs> so I, I start flipping, and I flip the first time, and it knocks me out. And... All I can see is grass, and I'm really, really cold. And I hit the front of my windshield. And I I remember hitting it and trying to brace myself, but it was almost like my arms just, like my, I was trying to brace myself, but I didn't have control over my body. I try, like, I was just kind of.
0: Like a rag doll? Yes. Okay. Um.
1: I start flip I flip again and I want to say I flip probably about five times Wow and every time I flip I hit another window or windshield Um, I hit the um, passenger side glass with both hands so at this point I was kind of do a handstand in the truck yeah'cause it was it was flipping on his side, it was flipping on his nose wow um this, uh, so every time I was doing that, i was kind- I was kinda knocking out mm-hmm. for a second, and stuff is just. Uh, I never thought it would look like it did in the movies, you know, where you're kind of floating and stuff. is yeah. Just floating everywhere. Yeah, I know what you're talking That's about. That's how it looks.
0: Yeah, I would imagine.
1: It's, it's the weirdest thing because whenever I first would tell people about what I've seen inside there, I would try to make a joke about it uh-huh. to try to get over you know, get over what was happening inside. Yeah. Um. So every time I kept flipping, I kept hitting another windshield, hitting another windshield. And I was like, God, you know, this truck has to eventually stop. Yeah. And so I had busted the driver's side glass with um, the top of my head. Mm. And then I was, I think this is the last time I was flipping. And it went to flip onto its, Driver's side and I put I grab onto the steering wheel because I feel my body coming out of the window. Oh wow. And I grab onto the steering wheel and I put my left hand on the ground and I watch the top cab of the truck roll over my left hand like in slow Ooh. motion. And my legs are kind of they're kind of above me. Yeah, It just, you you have no control over your body.
0: So you're in and out of consciousness, and in between coming to and blacking out, you're seeing this stuff going
2: on.
1: Yeah. That's it's insane. Like, it's like the only time I was waking up is whenever I was, my body was being thrown yeah. to another side of the vehicle. Mm. Um, so when it, it rolled over the truck, I can remember saying, oh, God, oh, God. And I knock out again. And I say that was the last time I flipped because it's the last time I was conscious. And I, or I was able to wake up hmm. when I was flipping. I ended up, I think the the blood dripping from the top of my head, woke me up or the smell of the truck woke me up i i'm trying to remember exactly what it was that just i want to say it was the blood on my head because it was it was so cold that morning it was probably 7 30 in the morning mm-hmm. something like that yeah and, and you're in the bottom you're you know you're in the middle of nowhere and it's even colder yeah so i was freezing didn't have a jacket, you know um so the truck is on its driver's side door and i kind of come to and out and i can hear the truck running and it was a Chevrolet, so it was still running. Yeah. <laughs>
2: For
1: anybody listening. <laughs> it still ran after this, by yeah, the way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, that was good.
1: <laughs> That's what, in my head, I was like, this truck is seriously running right <laughs> Like, are you No
0: surprise. <laughs>
2: Oh, Lord.
1: Flip probably, you know, six, seven times. Yeah. And it's just sitting there. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so it's on the driver's side. And I'm kind of batting my oh. eyes. And I, <clears throat> I got to raise up. <clears throat> and I can't get up. And I look and my head... Is at the top of the cab of the truck, or no, no, is in the bottom of my seat. So I'm kind of, I'm trying to show you without (laughs) showing. My head is in the bottom of my seat, Mm -hmm. and my back is at the top of the cab, and I can feel it kind of mash down a little bit. Uh And my butt is on my steering wheel. Okay. Yeah, and my left arm is kind of behind me, like, wrapped in, underneath the steering wheel a little bit. Wow. So I was, by the time I got done, I was pretzeled in that truck.
2: Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And I go to move, and I'm like, I don't understand why I can't get up. You know, I'm still in a fog, but I'm trying to get out, Mm -hmm. you know, because... And I look, oh gosh. (laughs) Every time I've ever told anybody about this accident, I kind of make a joke out of it. Okay. And I never tell them like how terrible it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I've always kind of joked about it. So Uh to be serious about it and like, this is how, you know, it kind of messes with you a little bit.
2: Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm ready.
1: (laughs) So I'm laying there. Mangled, and I don't realize what's going on. um all I know is I'm like freezing cold, mm-hmm. and it was weird because it it's like the end of June, and yeah. I'm absolutely freezing, yeah, so I go to raise up and I look down, and my right arm. I can't see it all I can see is the top of my shoulder and I can and I thought it was weird because I could feel my hand and I could kind of move my fingers a little bit I was forcing myself to move my fingers yeah and I could feel the rock in the bottom of that creek bed so I was like what is going on Cause I couldn't see my arm, but I could still, I could feel something. Yeah. And I look down, and there's there's blood, a little bit of blood, coming through my pores in my skin. Uh huh. And I go to and I go to pull my arm up, and I realize that the entire weight of this truck is on my arm, and I'm pinned by my right arm in this creek bed wow so the driver's side door is on the on the bottom of the creek bed mm-hmm. and my arm is wedged in between the rock and the um the truck door yeah and i'll show you pictures when we get done with okay. this but you can see the invent of my arm really yeah wow <laughs> um
0: now was you laying in the in the creek like- it,
1: it was dry at the time. Okay. But it had, uh, there was all, all those little bitty rocks yeah. that had dug into my arm. Mm hmm. And I didn't understand because I seen blood and I thought, is this one of those like phantom things where I think I can feel my fingers moving? Yeah. <sighs> so I lay here and I, I said, this is really bad. This is, you know, and I try to calm myself down and I I look up and I told you the truck was still running. Yeah. The Chevrolet Adam. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I start seeing smoke and I smell gas and I start talking to God again. Okay. Because I can't, my arm is this arm is completely pinned i'm not going to be able to get it out on yeah. my own. there's there's no way and my left arm is kind of wrapped underneath my steering wheel and i laid there for a second and i started smelling the gas and i seen the smoke coming from under the hood and i said lord i'm better this is it ain't it and i laid there for a minute and i said So now what do I do? You know, I was talking to him like me and you are like, yeah, I said, don't do this to me. Don't, don't let me be the girl, you know, Mm -hmm. mangled laying here and I said, um, I did not want my mom to get the call that I had fell asleep driving and had killed myself. Yeah. Um so at this point I thought the truck was about to catch on fire. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just kinda laying there <clears throat> and uh I said, I, I'm on this road. Nobody hardly ever goes down this road, you know. I said I'm gonna die here by myself. You know, I I'm I'm alone. And uh I started thinking about um all the bad I had ever done to anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, if this is is what you're going to do, please do it quick because I'm so cold. Wow. And I realized that all those beer cans that he had hid behind my truck seat had busted on me. I said, Lord, people were going to, all I was trying to do was go to work and get out of this situation and people are gonna think that I was drunk driving and I killed myself. Yeah. And uh I I was I, I was begging him I said, please don't do this to me. Please don't. Mm-hmm. But then I re- I kinda laughed. You know, I kinda I I kinda laughed and I said, I li- I just told you this the other day, didn't I? Mm. and i laid there and i kind of i was real tense and trying to pull myself up you know and i just i felt my i felt my whole body give up yeah so i just kind of laid my head in the rock (sighs) and uh when i did that i seen uh more blood coming out of my pores and i and i didn't even realize that that's something that could happen But whenever there's so much pressure on a a part of your body, if you don't have any cuts or anything, your blood will literally start coming out of your pores.
2: Really? Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: It was like little, it's almost like blood blisters in a way, but it just, it starts pushing out. And I'm not sure exactly how much those trucks weigh, but all of all of that weight was directly, you know, right there. Yeah. Plus the weight of my body mm-hmm. because I couldn't I couldn't hold myself up no more. I had, within like, Whew. twenty minutes, I had <clears> give up.
0: You, you know? had just accepted it.
1: Yeah, because I said, why, you know, why is he going to help me? When I just told him the other day i was I was going to do the same thing, and I didn't listen to him i lied I lied straight to God, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is i was uh I was paying for it in the bottom of a creek bed mm-hmm. all along, and uh I said, "God, eighteen years is like that's not a long time." You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I just kept spouting off stuff to him and uh I cussed at him a little bit because I was so angry at myself that I had, uh, I had not done what he asked me to do and got out of that situation. Mm-hmm. And I, I. I turned right back around and went back and he didn't let me make it there he did not let me make it there mm. there was a bad omen and entity between me and that other person yeah and mm. god was kind of trying to step in and i was doing everything in my power not to let him step in and save me, Yeah. not to help me out. Mm -hmm. And the next part gets even worse, which I'm not excited about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. You (sighs) do what you want to do. Oh,
1: man. So I'm (laughs) laying there, and I'm going back and forth with God, and I'm like, you know, really? Are you really doing this to me? And I said, just can I pull my arm out? And I'm just at this point, I'm I think I was kind of I was going into this state of not really delusion, but what would you call that? Kind of like a
0: just delirious, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: And the sun, I don't. Let me clarify this. I don't know if it was the sun that was shining that bright because it was very, very bright. Okay. Whatever this thing was. I don't Mm -hmm. want to say that it was the light because I was sitting there arguing with God back and forth. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, come on. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So I I don't want to claim that it was the light or anything, but this was the brightest sun I had ever seen.
2: Yeah.
1: And so I quit, quit talking to God. And I just, I lay my head down and I kind of, you know, let my body relax. And I said, man, I hope somebody finds me laying here soon. Wow. And I kind of come to myself and I say, I've got to figure out how to turn this truck off. The truck key is bent. And my arm is uh, kind of it's real close to the ignition, so it's kind of wrapped underneath this way, okay, and so i push I push my shoulders around to try to grab that key, and I grab one of my keychains and force the truck off, okay before the you know it ends up catching on fire, yeah. And so I'm kind of losing track of time, but I know that I've been down there for a really long time. Wow. Um, and I thought, man, there's got to be somebody coming through here at some point. But then again, they were not expecting me home.
0: So, so. they didn't know to expect you, no, look for you, or anything?
1: No. Nobody did. I had told that girl yeah. that uh, I was supposed to go to her house, but I had told her, I was like, I gotta go Mm -hmm. fix this so she wouldn't expect me they weren't expecting me yeah nobody knew where I was yeah they for sure wouldn't expect me to be in the bottom of a creek bed yeah you know yeah so I'm still laying there and I finally get the truck off and I, I start going in and out and I hear something and the way the truck landed, so it was on its driver's side, so the passenger side window was right above me, yeah, which is <sighs> my uh my mamma Jean had had died uh probably about six or seven years before this, and uh she was kind of in a she was not your typical granny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was uh she was one of those rough and tough smoke you know, yeah. smoke Kentucky's best. She was she yeah. was yeah. Um so she had been gone for about six or seven years at this point and I look up and uh, this was so freaky. She uh she <laughs> passed away from Cancer, and she had a uh, she had this certain wig she was wearing right before she passed away. And I look up, and like I said, it's super bright. Yeah. That morning, and I see somebody, and I start talking to her. I said hello. I said hey, can you help me? Can you help me? I said I'm stuck, and I can't get out. And she looks at me and she never did call me Andrea. I was Andra. Uh-huh. And she said, Andra? And I laid there and I said, oh no. She said, what, what are you doing? And I, and I, and I try to look at her and she kind of peeks her head over <sighs> their passenger side window and I see that little wig that she had before before she died. Um, so I see her little wig, and I smell Kentucky's best cigarettes wow. burning. Wow. Um, so she's looking at me, and she says, Andrea, what are you doing? And... I said, "Mama, please help me. Please help me." And she said, "I can't help you, but please start praying right now. And you better, you better ask for forgiveness for what you've been doing." Mm. And I, my mama was not a praying mama. You know, she was, she was, she probably prayed, but we, she wouldn't have told us about it. Right. You know. <laughs> Um, she said, "I cannot get you out of here, but I need you to start praying right now." And I and I stared at her and I said, "I, I will start praying, but I need to get I need to get out of this now." And I passed out again. And I kind of felt like I was asleep. Cause when you're going out in and out of uh, conscience like that, it's almost like like you're catnapping in a yeah. in a weird way, mm-hmm. which I, I never thought it would be like that. I always thought it was like you're just out. Yeah. But you're kind of catnapping, like you can hear stuff going on, but mm-hmm. you can't you're you can't wake up. Yeah. So. Um, I start seeing every bad thing I had done, like a dream. Wow. Every bad thing. Um, If I treated somebody bad in school, I I seen it. Um, If just any little thing that I had guilty on my heart at the time was replaying in my head. Mm -hmm. And I started praying like, I've never prayed like this in my life, and I, I probably should. Um, at this point, I can't feel my arm anymore, but I have—I have been able to free my left arm. Okay. So I bring my—I bring my left arm up to my heart, and I start praying and crying, and. So there's a mixture of blood and tears all over my face at this point mm-hmm. because glass <clears> had uh embedded into the top of my head. Yeah. Um so there's I, I'm sure I've I've never seen the pictures and I don't want to.
2: Yeah.
1: Um but I I'm sure it looked way worse than what it really was mm-hmm. from all the prying and er prying <laughs> crying and praying <laughs> yeah. and you know
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I I know I said this part was really bad but the next part is even freakier okay. to me. Um so I can't feel my I can no, no longer move my fingers and I think, okay, I, I'm pretty sure I lost my right arm. I'm I'm pretty positive. I lost it because there was even more blood. it was it almost looked like a bright strawberry birthmark at that point,
0: yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking like it a, may look like, yeah, yeah,
1: and so i I get I'm still kind of praying in and out whenever um. I'm I'm able and I'm not passing out. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if my adrenaline had run out at this point. Like I said, I have I had no idea exactly how long I was down in there by myself. Yeah. Um. And I kept trying to pull my arm, but the more I pulled my arm, it was like the more the truck kind of moved and put more pressure on. Pinned it worse. Yeah. And uh i hear this truck coming and i kind of wake back up and i and i see this little little old man and he's in in the front windshield of the truck at this point kind of real close to my face when i wake up
2: Uh
1: and he said ma'am remember are you okay and i woke up and i said no, I'm not okay. Look at me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> said,
0: just got a truck sitting on me. <laughs>
1: I, said, I said, no, I'm not okay. I'm stuck. Wow. <laughs> Which he was just kind of, you know, he yeah. asked anybody that. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> 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 and he said, we just came through here 15 minutes ago, and there was no truck down here. They were ginseng digging. Oh. They were three of them. Three old men.
0: Fifteen minutes ago.
1: Yeah. I don't know if they were meant not to see me that morning because that would have probably been around the time that I was praying so hard. Yeah. And that was around the time that I was talking to my Mm Mhm. So they said, we never seen you down here. They said, who can we call? And I could not remember one phone number. Not one phone number. Couldn't remember my mom. Couldn't remember, you know, his house number, mm-hmm. the guy's house number, I couldn't remember nothing. I could tell them exactly how to get there, though, really, and one of the and we was probably maybe ten minutes from them, and I heard the truck start back up, and the other little guy kind of he stepped away from me, and I could hear him talking, but I couldn't say anything, yeah, so I was out of it again. So they drove to this guy's house and told and told them what was going on. Mm-hmm. Told his mother. And when his mom gets down there, I hear her like start screaming like a whale. Yeah. On my, like a like and I could tell in my head I said, Wow, this is this is worse than I thought, huh? Yeah. And she said, I've got to call her mom. I have to call her mom. And I remember coming to, well, I thought I had come to. Mm -hmm. And I was hollering, don't call my mom, don't call my mom. And she wasn't responding to me. And I was like, why, you know, why is she not talking to me? I'm looking right at her. Yeah. And I'm screaming at her at this point. I said, do not call my mom yet. I'm in really bad shape. Don't let don't let her see me laying down here. Mm-hmm. And I hear I can hear the phone ringing, and I hear my mom's voicemail.
0: Hmm. That's weird.
1: But I'm I'm screaming. But what I don't realize is I'm screaming in my head. Okay. I can't. I. I'm just, at this point, I'm just laying there. I'm out of it again. But in my head, I'm responsive. Yeah. I guess it's like uh, you've heard of people kind of being in commas. Like, I heard every word you were saying. Yeah. That's what it felt. You know, I I imagine that's about the same thing. It's, yeah, I've heard of that. And I remember screaming. I said, why are you not listening? I said, wait till they get me out of here Mm
2: -hmm.
1: she just it was like she she just kind of turned her head to the side (coughs) like she didn't hear me but it's true she didn't hear me yeah you know
2: Mm mm-hmm
1: and so she leaves my mom a (sighs) voicemail she left her voicemail and I remember her saying Listen, Crystal. Andrea has uh, been in a really bad accident, and she's laying down here. Nobody's uh, EMTs not got to her yet, but she said there's blood all over. Her. There's blood all down her face. She's non-responsive. Oh. And at that point, mm. I'm like, I've been talking to her. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I was unresponsive. She said, she said when I went up to her, she wasn't, um, she said, I, I can't tell she was breathing. Hmm. And at that point I was like, what is she talking about? You know, I said, is she lying to my mom? Because it's all, you know, you're talking to yourself in your head, but you don't realize it. Yeah. And I hear her say, <clears throat> there's a lot of blood around her arm, and I cannot see her arm. I, you know, I, Crystal, her arm's gone. In the voicemail, you know, you only have so long. Yeah. So she's sitting here like, hey, you know, rushing through it. Yeah. Pretty sure your child might be dead right now and uh-huh. she doesn't have an arm. Okay. Bye. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I hear MT and the the three little old men are still there. So all this is kind of chaos happening around me and I, I think I'm respond responding to everybody and I'm just not. Um I'm still super, super cold. Yeah. And I remember her coming up to the to the window again, and she brushed the top of my head, and it woke me up because it felt like somebody just drove a piece of sharp glass across the top of my head, but mm. she literally did there was there was probably a half dollar size piece of glass, yeah, embedded in the top, okay. And it woke me. It just instantly woke me out of whatever state that I was in, and yeah. I started actually having a conversation with her. Okay. And EMT gets there, and they put the um, put the jaws of life under it it's not the cutters but it's the jaws of like the jack it's like a super jack yeah yeah and they relieve some of the pressure off my arm and i hear one of the guys saying well that's not right that doesn't look right and the jack breaks so it slams oh my god i'm probably a foot off the ground but my wrist is still pinned, so I can't get completely, yeah. you know, out. Mm-hmm. And the jack breaks.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. So it slams me back to the ground, and I, I go back out of it again. Yeah. And finally, I hear a bunch of feet running down that hip You're
2: fine.
1: <laughs> i <It's> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking... With, with my hands, trying to explain yeah, yeah. What, what people are running down a hill. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so I hear all these feet running. And I don't know who these people are, but if, if you were part of the people that helped me out, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never told exactly who was there. But there was a group of men there. Because, um, you know, it's Jackson County. Word spreads like wildfire. Yes, it does. So by the time that the EMS was called, by the time that my uh, mom got the lovely voicemail, um, she got the voicemail and ran straight there, by the way. Okay. Um, so she she showed up um, right after the jack broke, I think. So, peop, I hear a bunch of people talking, and I hear a bunch of people like running down the hill, mm-hmm. and I don't realize it, but there's like a parade of cars down in Rock Lake right now, trying to figure out how to get this off of me, huh. and I had no idea. I, I had no idea. Wow. There were so many people down in there, and I had no idea. Yeah. You know? So these people realize that the jack is broke and take off running down the hill mm-hmm. and pick the truck up. Yeah. They pick it up.
0: Heck yeah. <laughs>
1: and a EMT comes through the back glass and was like, let me help you, let me help you. And I tried to pull myself up. And I come kinda through the glass. So I'm standing in the bed of the truck after after these people have pulled this truck off me yeah. enough to where I could get my hand out. So we were kinda coordinating, like, you know, can you move it yet? So I was dragging my arm.
2: Yeah.
1: Everybody realizes it's still attached. Thank mm-hmm. God. Yeah. But it looked oh goodness. It yeah. looked awful. So when I pull it out, it immediately like draws up to my chest. Yeah. I think, well, it's still there. I probably will never be able to use it, but it's still there. Mm -hmm. I get, I crawl out of the back glass and I I still to this day get mad about this. (laughs) (laughs) One of the EMTs that worked there at the time. Who will not be named? <laughs> right. <laughs> went to help me get out of the bed of the truck and grabbed that arm to help me.
0: Ooh, that's a bad idea.
1: And I passed out again, so I slammed my head, the back of my head, into my truck bed. Ooh. Yes, I was like, Yeah. Any, anything else?
0: <laughs> yeah, you passed out from the pain in that arm, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like, here, let me help.
0: Must have been a rookie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, it's, that made me so mad.
0: I would imagine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, they, they have to put me on this stretcher <laughs> and drag me up this 20-foot embankment.
0: <laughs> really?
1: And then they realize. I smell like beer. Mm. There's busted beer cans everywhere. There's clothes everywhere. Yeah. And by the way, they stole my whole carton of Marlboros.
0: They did? Yes. What about that?
1: I told you, I got a full tank of gas and I got a carton of Marlboros. Yeah. And I had took one pack out there and... They sold every pack.
0: That's a lot of money, too.
1: Yes!
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What about that? Stole your cigarettes.
1: Yeah. So they steal those, and I realized that what had happened to me is... Man. I had pretty much... I feel like I had... I was right on the edge mm-hmm. down there of like this is what you're going to have to do. Yep. In order to make it out of this. So I feel like if what I had prayed if I hadn't have fulfilled that, I would not be sitting here yeah. right now. Yeah. Um I do want to say uh when they took me to The ambulance. I kept telling them, I feel glass in my head, and she said, I I don't see any, but, you know, we'll get you to the hospital. They x-rayed me, and this is kind of unbelievable. My right arm is not broken anywhere. Really? I have a severe bone bruise. Uh Uh-huh. Um right um right below the bend of my elbow, right where this uh tattoo is now, yeah, um, I have a severe bone bruise, and my elbow my elbow felt like it'd been mashed flat, yeah, which is understandable, but mm-hmm. no broken broken bone anywhere, that's incredible, my left hand, although and I, I did have some nerve uh issues with it. But I never, never broke anything. And in my left hand, I had um, ripped the tendon in my fingers, in three of my fingers. And I did not have feeling in my fingertips anymore. And I had completely taken my fingernail off whenever the truck come over the tip. Yeah, And I still... um, they wouldn't listen to me about the glass in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it had evenly kind of laid in there to where you yeah. couldn't really see it. Yeah. Um. But I, I picked the glass out at the hospital myself. Of myself, I pushed yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I went home and I had no. Um. I had. I had no bro- uh, broken bones or anything. And I did not realize, but my mom had to, uh, kept checking on me because she was afraid that I was going to stop breathing throughout the night. Yeah, And I finally woke up, and this is going to sound super corny, but the world looked really, really different yeah. to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The world looked really different. Yeah. And the first thing I remember saying, I went outside. I had never smoked in front of my mom before. But I was so uh, zooted yeah. <laughs> on whatever Brea Hospital had put me on <laughs> yeah. that uh, I started smoking. And as different as the world looked, I was still mad that um my stuff was gone they had they had took um some of my clothes was gone you know and packs, i don't know if it was people that had dropped down in there later uh-huh. you know it was kind of raided yeah you know mm-hmm. and i was mad about that and she said you know you, you almost died yesterday yeah. Right and it instantly like I just sat there and I was like, I'm doing it again. I'm forgetting what he done for me oh, again yeah, hmm. yeah. <laughs> gosh <no. laughs> the same guy this is terrible <sighs> we continued the abuse
2: mm-hmm.
1: after this, like, we didn't live together, but we kind of back and forth, kind of. And, uh, I was at a party one night. Um, this is after God had done all that for me, saved me from the creek bed, saved me from whatever that dark cloud was that rode with me home. Yeah. Um, I <clears> had, uh, I had some friends that were not friends. Yeah. They knew that, um, I had this, uh, They knew exactly what to say to get me to react Mm -hmm. and to, uh, I don't know how to put this. They knew that if I got to a certain point, they can get me to, uh, do about anything stupid. Yeah. And they did. Mm -hmm. So, Me and this person had broken up. We were pretty much, we weren't speaking or anything. And, um, by the way, to go back to uh, the whole beer story, because I kept bringing up the beers. This is super embarrassing. Um, Whoever was writing the paper at the time, and I'm still kind of irritated about this. Yeah, yeah. They said, because I was, I was, uh, I was, but blood tested or urine analysis i'm not really sure what was going on that morning Mm -hmm. but um if anybody read the article about that accident i was not drunk
0: Oh, did they say you had been drinking they
1: said we're unsure if she's under the influence of any um Mm. alcohol or drugs i did not take any drugs yeah and uh they cut my work clothes off of me, and they cut my work boots off of me that morning. Really? And I had no alcohol on my breath, but it yeah. was on my clothes. hmm But.
0: Yeah, that's unfortunate that they said that.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I just want to clear that up. If anybody's like, mm, yeah, yeah, I remember she was drinking that morning. No, I wasn't.
0: Yeah. Newspapers in general are bad for not having all the facts. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah any they, newspaper. Uh,
1: yeah. Not just, not just hours. No, I mean, no, it's everybody's. You know, it's something to write about. Sometimes yeah, I write about stuff. It is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Well,
1: so, I'm at a party about, mm, it's probably about eight months after all this. And, uh, I had broken my leg. So, I was in a cast. Mm-hmm. had no business, uh, I was being a teenager. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know. We all been there.
1: I was uh I was being a teenager and I was partying with these people who were not my friends. This is this is something that uh younger people need to think about. If if those friends that you're hanging out with <clears throat> how do I say that? I think you know what I'm
0: Uh I think I know what you're trying to say. I feel like Your true friends won't put you up to meanness, maybe. Is yeah. That what you're talking and, about? And
1: they're never going to put you in danger.
0: No, they're never going to... A true friend's never going to put you in a situation where you could get hurt. Yeah. Or embarrassed, even, or, you know.
1: And we've all had those kind of friends.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you kind of got to have those bad friends to figure out what a good friend is.
1: I mean, you really do.
0: It's later on in life, you, usually. Yeah
1: and i wanted to i wanted to tell this today because i thought there's something happened a couple weeks ago where um a boy had passed away and him and his friends were out drinking and Mm. you know and i thought about that and i thought man how many times was that me and -and so-and-so yeah or you know Mm -hmm. how many times and thank god We all made it out. Yeah. Thank God we did.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, barely, Mm -hmm. clearly from the first half of this, but (laughs) (laughs) we, you know, we thank God we did. But that that got me thinking about that. You know, how many times did we put ourselves in danger? And how many of those friends intentionally done that? So these friends intentionally knew that I'm. I'm hot-headed. Yeah, real. I mean, not real bad anymore, but mm-hmm. back then, it didn't take a whole lot.
2: Yeah,
1: it, it just if the wind blew through the wrong tree, it was, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know.
2: Uh huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so here I am in a cast. I'm a. I'm, you know, pretty intoxicated, and this person says, "Remember all those nice clothes you had." That are probably still at this person's house.
2: Oh, my
0: God.
1: <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, I do. hmm He said, why don't we go get
0: them? Oh, my God.
1: <sighs> Y'all, I'm not the person I was 10, yeah. 12 years ago. I just, I want to state that. I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. I want to
1: state that. This is, you know, teenagers are dumb. Oh, yeah. They really are. Mm-hmm. Um, So there was another girl there, and she's like, I just, I never thought you'd be the type of person to let somebody take your stuff like that. Oh my that. God. I never thought you'd let them do that.
0: Classic statement, right there, to get you oh, going. Oh, yeah. And,
1: oh, listen, I, was, I wasn't 10 foot tall and bulletproof, I was 20 foot tall. Yeah. With a cast on my leg. Mm-hmm. And Danny, you might not believe this. But I have people that can attest to it. I yeah. walked with that cast. Oh yeah. I did not have crutches. <laughs> I walked with it.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. I was getting where I needed to go. Yeah. They had probably about half a mile gravel driveway. And this person, this person was intoxicated that drove me out there. Mm-hmm. We all were. Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah.
2: That
1: was. We all risk our lives, risk everybody Mm -hmm. else's lives. Um, They drive me (laughs) out there, and I think, I got the brigade with me. What are they going to do? Yeah. These people pull me to the top of that driveway, and I get out. And they said, go down there and get your stuff. Yeah. And I I said, are y'all not coming? Mm -hmm. No, we're not coming.
0: Nope.
1: We'll come back and get you, though
0: mm-hmm I said, yeah saw that coming hmm.
1: all right so of course in my head i was like oh i'm going to get it yeah. by myself so i walk with a cast down this gravel driveway and uh i think i remember where his room was mm-hmm. but people rearrange their house
2: yep mm. <sighs> <laughs>
1: This is, I cannot believe I'm telling anybody this story. <laughs> well, since we're here. I'm sitting
0: here, I'm just like this is like a movie to me. I'm like, oh God, what's so,
2: going
1: <laughs> Tell me what's I gonna am. happen next. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm walking down this driveway and uh I have the I have the liquid courage of uh yeah. somebody's Homemade moonshine fueling this yeah. activity, uh-huh. which is never a good thing. No. Which is probably why I could walk on that cast.
2: May have been. Now that
1: I think about it. <laughs> Anyways, that's not a good idea either. Yeah. So if if anybody takes anything from me telling this story, please don't do nothing that I've done from, from before... I started talking yeah just don't do nothing yeah i said in this pocket <laughs> except for the praying part you should pray yeah oh yeah absolutely but, yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so i walk i walk down there and man the the farther i walk the matter i'm getting i'm mm, like stacking yourself up yeah i'm popping my hands and like i said <sighs> As many times as I was hit, I hit a couple more times to yeah. add on to it. Yeah. So when I got down there, some stuff had happened after my accident with uh insurance and money and that was that was a whole mess. So mm-hmm. I was fueled by that too. Okay. You, you took something that was mine. Yeah. So uh I get up on their back deck and I think I'm being quiet, of course. I probably wasn't. Actually, I know I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it, I was moving these like uh, metal, um metal patio sets, and like <laughs> trying to climb up on them to reach the window. Cause oh I, Lord! I'm I'm five <clears throat> foot one on my best day. Yeah. So I'm not reaching nobody's window, uh-huh. and I'm afraid of heights. Okay. So. The fact that I'm up on a deck with a cast on, standing in a metal chair is enough to tell me I had no sense that night right. about me.
2: Yeah.
1: I start beating on the window. Oh, Lord. Hollering at him. And then I find, like, a screwdriver or something out there. And I start, like, prying at the windowsill. I'm doing a and e yeah. And I got no—I never broke—well— I'm not saying I never broke the law. This is censored. <laughs> <laughs> but I was doing a B&E, basically. Yeah, and I yeah. was going to go in there and strangle him in mm-hmm. his sleep. Like, both fists. I was... Yeah prepared because yeah. i had been fueled up those uh-huh. friends were like dude she's crazy enough to go in there and do it yeah so all we got to do is say this this and this and you know and there wow. i was they
0: knew what triggered you oh, didn't they?
1: yeah <clears throat> and uh i'm beating on the window and nobody's answering. i'm like i know this is where you're sleeping. i know it i know it i'm like open this mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm window
2: yeah yeah
1: and i hear something Click, and uh, I kind of I know what the sound is, and there is a pistol at my temple.
2: Oh my god!
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe oh, I shoot. just said that out. <laughs> oh
2: my gosh! <laughs>
1: I'm laughing, but like,
2: <sighs>
1: wow! <sighs> yeah, and I hear the click. And immediately, whatever liquid courage I had, left.
2: Yeah. gonna bring you back there, to reality. And
1: I can hear the metal <clears throat> on this chair shaking. Like, and I said, listen, don't do this. Please don't do this. And I hear it click one more time. And I said, oh, my God, you're going to kill me, aren't you? And I just, I tense up and I close my eyes. Cause I knew it I could feel the metal of the gun on my temple so like within a year you know I about checked out twice yeah and I talked to him and I sit there and had my hands on the sill because I thought I need to brace myself uh-huh. you know he's gonna shoot me through the temple there's marks on the window and all this is happening he I can tell he's being calm because he knows who I am at i think
2: mm-hmm.
1: but he's being really calm but he still got it pressed on my temple yeah and like i think one other person knows that this happened okay so surprise
0: <laughs> 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 well, this, i really do appreciate you being so open about it on here
1: <laughs> oh gosh so Within a couple of seconds, when something like that happens, mm-hmm. I've been raised around guns and stuff like that my whole life. So I know at this moment, I'm bought and paid for. Yeah. I have, you can tell where I've drug my leg down the driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell where I've um, rearranged the porch furniture to being able to climb into the window. Mm-hmm. And there, I have. Then took a screwdriver and tried to pry the windowsill open. Yeah. My fist print is on their window. Yeah. I am bought and paid for right you here. You know
0: that if he kills you, he's justified in doing it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if he would have, there's nothing nobody could have done but went up there and cleaned up whatever was left. hmm And... Those are what those friends will get you. Yeah, absolutely. And he was, when I heard, Denny, when I heard that second click, I knew that, I said, I'm right back where I was. I had prayed and got myself out of the bottom of that creek bed only to put myself back in mm-hmm. another situation and it was with that same person. That's why I say that yeah. that us around, you know, like there's people that are bad omens out here. Absolutely, I, you know, there really is. Yeah, this, they are. This this is one of those things. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I I would have been, you know, I was breaking into their house. Yeah, it was like three or four in the morning. Wow. And. I finally, I said, "Listen, so-and-so, you know who I am." And he said, "You're damn right. I know who you are." Really?" And he just kind of pushes it, and Ooh. I said, "Oh my, oh, this yeah. is it." And he pulled it away real slow, and he said, "Andrew, I'm going to tell you something." He said, "You get off that chair." look me in the eye and you tell me what in the world you thought you was doing before I have to shoot you and I have to call him and tell him to come pick you up yeah off my porch so I had to tell him I had to tell him I come down there to beat up his son at three o'clock in the morning uh, yeah because I'm not a good liar yeah yeah I'm definitely not a good liar if you're holding a Pistol to my toe. right. I, right. Uh, you know, I'm a truther, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. ask me anything,
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll tell <laughs> anything you, you want
1: to know, <laughs> powerball numbers, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so I said, I'm gonna be totally honest, I was gonna break in and I was gonna beat him up. Mm. And he said, <laughs> <laughs> He said, you know, I kind of figured. That's why you were breaking into my house at three o'clock in the morning. Wow. Yeah.
0: They figured that much.
1: Yeah. Not only did did my friends know that I was woohoo, so did this person. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah.
0: Oh my lord. fun i mean
1: like i can laugh about it now but like, yeah yeah but
0: well, it's good that you can laugh about it yeah that means you've gotten past that and changed <laughs> you know you got to be able to, to laugh about things
1: listen I ran in when I, when I think about what I probably looked like uh-huh. running up that hill with my leg
0: I was kind of picturing that myself <laughs> what in the world did that look like <laughs> <laughs> with a cast on your leg
1: and I hear I hear that person that was supposed to come pick me up they were like we'll be back in like 20 minutes yeah. we'll flash the headlines and beat the horn once Yeah. and I heard them flash the headlines or I heard them beat the horn and seen them flash the headlines and I was like oh when I get to the top <laughs> of this hill you know, I, you're the one getting beat with both fists
0: yes I guarantee.
1: But, by the time I got to the top of the hill, I was so out of breath. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, so terrible. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't even be. I couldn't even cuss. Yeah. I was like, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lord. <was> like,
1: Go. <laughs> Get my me out gosh, of here. That is yeah.
0: amazing.
1: So that was kind of, uh, that kind of, uh, ended that little. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, that is a heck of a story.
1: But boy, if I could have got that window open.
0: You've probably done some damage. Or tried to. With that broke leg.
2: Oh, God. I
0: really, I mean, I haven't, this is what, the third time I've met you. Yeah, we met when you was uh, uh, here the first time, and then I met you what yesterday, the day before you pulled up. Yeah, Friday, right. and now today, I can. And every time I've seen you, you've been bubbly, happy, you know, coming with a smile ear to ear, you know, just cheerful. <laughs> the you know, automatically you think, well, this is one of the nicest people I've ever met. I could never <laughs> imagine you in a situation like that. <laughs> This has absolutely, you know, anybody can get involved in car wrecks and go through, uh, you know, traumatic experiences like that. But when you see, uh, uh, for those that don't know, Andrea, you are about 5'1", little bitty short thing. I just keep imagining you
2: oh, man. just,
0: just bound and determined to break in somebody's house and whip them with a cast on your leg, screwdriver in your hand. And a purpose on your mind.
1: I really hope <laughs> that they don't listen to. You. Like, I, I'm thankful people listen to your podcast. Yeah. But I really hope that they do. <laughs> well,
0: you know, the, the fact that you are who you are now <laughs> makes this so unbelievable. And I know that you're telling the truth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the fact that this, I wish that I wasn't. I wish that this was. <laughs> I wished so bad, <laughs> but on the way up here, I had to, I had to pep talk myself just like the first episode. Yeah, yeah. But like he says to you know, just lay it all out there. Yeah,
0: I prefer that. Yeah, <laughs> be honest and tell. To the whole be honest, story. that
1: last story was kind of a kind of a freebie okay. through that.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate. Well, I, it. <laughs> I,
1: I, I didn't want to tell that one. Yeah. But I needed to tell that one.
0: Well, thank you. (laughs) You're
1: welcome.
0: I uh, Yeah. I I didn't know what to expect (laughs) when you came to the studio. I knew that it was going to be a near-death experience. Yeah. You know, you are going to tell me, and I didn't have any other idea of what. Because I prefer not to know uh, people's stories when they come here because I want to be just as real and as raw of a reaction as anybody listening
1: crying and yeah yeah because i have
0: (laughs) cried on this podcast and stuff and i've been sitting here just drawn into this whole situation like i've been watching a movie and and, uh, it's been awesome you know uh you know uh the whole story of being trapped beneath that truck and everything and uh, fr- fr- from the beginning, seeing the the, the figure or whatever, yeah. I've seen things. That's real. God uh, and the devil will, I believe, present themselves to you in specific times in your life.
1: Oh, definitely. Uh,
0: both have presented themselves to me. I think I mentioned on that podcast with Mike about seeing things myself you know being pushed yeah. down in my bed feeling the hands of some creature on me and like shoving me down in my mattress
1: that's why when i come in today yeah and like <clears throat> some people believe some people don't believe yeah but I, you all we had talked about doing this you had put up the the podcast email and i yeah. emailed
2: you emailed that's me. what it was yep. yeah
1: mm-hmm. and it was a couple nights later and I'd never heard, you know, those stories about you and Mike before. Yeah. And.
0: Yeah. You sent that email before you heard the episode. Yes. Yeah.
1: So I was like, so I guess if I'm going to the Ridge, y'all are going too. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'd make a believer out of them. <laughs> they wouldn't say I was crazy. uh i have i've definitely seen things there is demons in this world and there is angels in this world uh when you go through experiences like you have been through i've been suicidal in my life and i've been in really dark places in my life and i've i've been tormented by things throughout the majority of my life uh Unfortunately, I have been. That's just something that that I've dealt with for the better half of my life is just whether it's, uh, uh, you know, people, I I talk about PTSD and anxiety and stuff like that. And people see that as a, uh, maybe it's a chemical imbalance or something like that. I see it as the devil tormenting me with with controlling me with my emotions and stuff like that. But now I have actually seen Things manifest themselves in front of me to torment me and to give me nightmares and stuff so I'd have no doubts what you're telling me you actually went through and seen I have seen good things mm. present itself yeah. to me and stuff and i've 've heard good voices and things uh, <laughs> so the, oh, what you what you've gone through and stuff it, it, people go through, but I just cannot. <laughs> get that cast on your leg just dragging yourself up that road out of my head. I'm going to think about this for so long. (laughs) I'm like, because again, for those that you don't, that don't know Andrea, she is just the sweet, bubbly, little, all the time laughing, cutting up type of person. I cannot imagine you just going on a rampage. (laughs) Like oh, that. listen. <laughs> so
1: funny. <laughs> I was uh I was ready.
0: Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I
1: was. Yeah, I was ready to go.
0: You know, uh <laughs> back to what you were saying a second ago about, you know, being a teenager and being uh suckered into doing things because your friends tell you to. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes through that, I would think. Uh mm-hmm. T- teenage years are rough years. Those are some yes. of the roughest years of my life because it's all about image. It's all about being popular. Mm-hmm. And you will do anything to fit in at that age.
1: And I feel like that part of your life, like and too many parents don't take this seriously. Yeah. That is the most mentally unstable yes. time in your life. Absolutely, And it either... You either have a support system that kind of <clears throat> mends that mm-hmm. or that carries on into adulthood.
0: Absolutely. You're dead right. Yeah. You're dead on. So,
1: and I mean, mine didn't stop at 18. It, it carried.
0: Yeah. Mine did into my yeah, 20s. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, you're absolutely, absolutely right. If you, You're being, uh, the uh, the best analogy I can think of to describe somebody in their teens is having all your friends got a rope tied to this side, and then your family and the people that actually care about you and love you got a rope tied Mm -hmm. to you to this side, and they're just pulling on you, They're just playing tug-of-war with you, trying to get you to make the right decisions. And because you are a dumb teenager, you usually end up making the wrong decision.
1: And... There used to be all these girls and all these guys like, oh, you know, that. but that's my friend, though. That's my yeah, friend, though. They'd
0: never do me
2: that way.
1: Yes. I have one friend from... Um, my entire childhood and genetic honey, I've been, I've literally been friends with her since I was five years old, Yeah. but to say that we haven't went after each other with both fists before, yeah, that's a lie because we have.
0: <laughs> also, I know what you're saying but
1: there. That's, yeah, I, I, that's my, she's no longer just my friend though, you know, yeah. battle buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I yeah. mean, if, if I go to war, i I hope she's ready Mm -hmm. you know and she always has been no matter what
0: that's a friend yeah uh friend
1: weeding that weeding that out
0: yeah man it's hard to do it's hard to do and like i said earlier sometimes it's later in life before you figure the figure out how to weed those fake friends out yeah uh i'm 43 years old it took me until i was 40 to to figure to weed them out and uh Uh, As long as you keep meeting new people, I shouldn't even say it took me till 40 because of what I'm saying now. You keep meeting people throughout your life. You have to vet those people. You have to weed those bad seeds out constantly throughout your life. It's a never-ending thing, I feel like. You can't let everybody into your life because not everybody's got the best of intentions for you. No. Uh, I know my circle is very small. Extremely yeah. small. And to if somebody wants in my circle or if I want to bring you into my circle, there's a bunch of ladders and tests that you have to pass. Yeah. You know? And I, I think everybody should be that and way. I'm nothing special.
1: I feel like once you become a parent, you like, you probably had a small circle before your boys were born. Oh, yeah. But after they were born, it probably, like... It got small. Yeah.
0: Very small. A lot smaller. Yeah. It yeah. just...
1: There's certain people, you know, mm-hmm. and that's being a parent. You know, that's being a parent.
0: It's, that's part There's, of it. I feel like any parent should be that way. If you ain't, you should be. Yeah. Uh, there is one guy, let me make sure I'm saying this right. There is, I, I'm pretty sure, one guy that I actually see and hang out with fairly often that I went to school with. Uh, I think he listens to the podcast, Brian Rose, if anybody knows Brian, super good guy. went to school with Brian. <clears throat> now that's not to say that I don't see people from high school and middle school and they're good people, but, uh, uh, that's the, Brian is really the only person that i like would go, wouldn't mind going somewhere with or something like that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, there's. A very small uh, few people at my job, at my work that I fool with. And if you ain't one of those people, I really ain't got the time of day for you.
1: That's another hard thing is finding people like co-workers that end up becoming more or less family to you. Yeah, I have one, mm -hmm. Kelsey, you know, she's always been right there. She was there when I found out I was pregnant and, you know, so, but... There was a couple bad eggs mm-hmm. in between, you know. Yeah. And the, the first feed. day she met me, it's funny because you said you couldn't imagine me doing that. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's the quiet side, and I just, I kind of, you know. Yeah. I speak my peace. Uh-huh. Not very peacefully.
0: Right. That's a good way to put it. I like that.
1: I <laughs> so speak my I was, peace, not was, very peacefully. <laughs> I was being myself at work. Yeah. And my boss said, <clears throat> I'm going to put you with Andrea to train. And she said, she looked at our supervisor and she said, do you have to?
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Oh." she
1: thought somebody that was mean.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Wow.
1: <laughs> but now we're best friends. That's awesome. And our, our our boys love each other. That's good. But on the first day she met me, I was on one. Yeah. So here we are.
2: Well,
0: <laughs> you're better off to be, I tell people all the time uh, at work and in my personal life that I'm a very uh, uh, upfront and blunt person with everybody I come in contact with because that's just naturally who I am. So if I, if you can't take me at face value, then you're not going to work out with me anyway. Oh. You know, uh, a lot of people in my personal life and and professional life don't like me because of that. But you know what? You wouldn't last in my world anyway.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I don't
0: sugarcoat nothing for you.
1: And that's co-workers, <laughs> friends, family.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't sugarcoat nothing for my family.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, uh, you're gonna uh, surround yourself with fake people if you yourself are too mm-hmm. afraid to be real with them.
2: Yeah,
0: that's how I feel about it. But yeah, I'm gonna be thinking about this for a while. I'm <laughs> this will probably be on replay, <laughs> just just constant replay. I'm like, oh, I
1: can't see
0: that out of her. That's so wild.
1: I was, I had this. I had this huge block, you know. This, he- oh man. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I know. Uh, I know some of that was hard for you to tell.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I appreciate you telling it. Uh, it. It makes me feel good when people are uh, are willing and and uh, open to coming on the podcast and telling things that they've never told yeah. before. It makes me feel good. So I appreciate that, and thank you very much for telling it. I know uh, it wasn't easy.
1: Yeah, the, the first time I come on, I know you was like, you know, I, I would feel myself kind of getting emotional because, mm-hmm. of course, we was talking about, you know, Anderson, the yeah. diagnosis and everything on here, and then yeah. I kind of like, I really held back. I'd never done nothing like this before well, yeah. at well, yeah. all, but – The way I felt after, you know, I left like a it really was a weight, you know, kind of off off of me because I realized I had so many people messaging saying, really, you know, I, I was that mom crying in the kitchen. I was so, yeah, I really I don't really hope. But if there is. A teenager out there right now, or somebody in their early 20s or 40s or whatever,
2: yeah,
1: in a bad relationship or whatever, and here's and this, or maybe you know, you've prayed to God and you taught Him what you were gonna do, but you hadn't done it yet, and mm-hmm. you know, you kind of had that bad feeling that I did, yeah, maybe it kind of makes you rethink Absolutely. that situation because. You can believe or you cannot believe. You know that's that's your choice, but yeah, he will make himself known.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, buddy.
1: He will, whether you know it's a, <clears throat> making a miracle out of your kids or mm-hmm. proving to you that you know just as quick as he put you here, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It can be you, over with.
0: You can be took out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It just it works that way. <laughs> it really does. You know? <laughs> it really does.
0: Uh, it's uh, he's an amazing God.
1: Yeah. And
0: he will he'll do what he has to do to to, to straighten you up. Sometimes. Yeah. He
1: really. Uh, I uh, and I'm thankful for it. I yeah. I didn't. It's not that it was a it was a bad thing. Like I would have much rather listen the first time but yeah. you know yeah. mm-hmm. teenagers don't listen no they don't so
2: no
0: i i'm <laughs> a firm believer in it i believe that god will let you fall so far before mm-hmm. he picks you up just so you realize how low down you was
1: i was literally at the bottom yeah yeah,
0: yeah. well Andrew, yeah. this has been awesome I I, yeah. I, I love this. This was great. <laughs>
1: this, this was one of those. Whoop, whoop. Again, it was. was it really
0: was. And I really <laughs> feel like I've been at the movies or watching some documentary or something because I was just just focused on you and and the, your tale. It was, it was amazing. Thank
2: you. <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, if
0: anybody else has got something they want to want to talk about on here, get with me. Uh, send me a call me or. Uh, Send me a text, 606-658-1101, or uh, send me an email at whatsupworld zero one at com and we'll get you on here, because I like caring about stuff like this. It's yes. amazing to hear these success stories and survival stories and stuff, I mean.
1: Yeah, if you've got a near-death or, you know, 20-foot-tall and bulletproof, I want to hear about it.
0: Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> because... I I felt like I was 20 foot tall and bulletproof and I got knocked down a peg or two real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's been there. Don't think that you haven't.
1: <laughs> i just, thank God. Nobody has a video of me <laughs> dragging my that leg. That would
0: probably be bad, but <laughs>
2: hilarious. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. Listen,
1: there is no way you would get me to admit that that was, I'll be like, D- I don't know who that is.
0: I who, probably wouldn't who would either. Do that? I wouldn't admit it either. Yeah, be <laughs> be—I'll just be speculation.
1: Unless you come in here and then you're like, <laughs> you just you tell the worst stuff on yourself while you're in here. Sometimes, like, yeah. I don't know, this room is the—I don't know, I don't yeah. know. <laughs>
0: It kind of draws it out of you.
1: Yeah. The truth chamber. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, the truth cast or yeah. something somebody So if you got time. something
1: super embarrassing you don't want to talk about, yeah. you should don't come on here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, yeah.
1: Just keep it to your or say it out loud. While you're in the driveway so that you
0: don't say it in the yeah." Your yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God, that was good. Well, yeah. thank you again. and uh, <laughs> Thanks for
1: having you're welcome, me back.
0: You're welcome back anytime. I appreciate cool. it. Uh, y'all stay tuned for the next one, guys. We'll do it again. <laughs> see see you. Welcome to AJ Deals, your one-stop shop for all your everyday needs in the heart of Sand Gap, Kentucky. At AJ Deals, we believe in bringing you the best deals on a wide range of products that you use in your daily life. Looking for unique trinkets or toys that bring smiles to your loved ones' faces? We've got an incredible selection that's sure to delight kids and adults alike. Tired of running low on laundry detergent? Need a quick energy boost during those busy days? Grab your favorite energy drink and essentials like batteries, light bulbs, utensils, and more right here at a Deals. But that's not all. Our friendly staff is always here to assist you in finding exactly what you need. Customer satisfaction is our top priority. So whether you're a Sand Gap local or just passing through, a Deals is your go-to destination for quality products at unbeatable prices. All of this nestled in the heart of Appalachia your community, your savings, visit us today at 7416 Highway 421 North in Sand Gap, Kentucky. Our phone number is 606-975-9664.